you know, Kent State, uh, they've had quite a bit of time to be able to uh, look at them, study them. Coach Lewis has done a great job. Um, won the last three games, found a way to get themselves into those games, won tight ball games. A lot of, you know, correlation on team that won a lot of close, close football games, just like uh, the Aggies have. I know when you're playing this conference and you watch this team play, you're going to get tough kids, well-coached, love football, good kids. Um, I think it's a tremendous opportunity for us as a, as a staff and a football team to uh, play another team that uh, is fighting their tails off and excited to be in this bowl game just like we are. Um, so that's, that's what you get when you play these guys. They're going to – they've executed. Um, one game's different ways. You know, Buffalo, they make some special teams plays that they made, got themselves back into the football game, and the offense, defense did their part, and it's just gone back and forth. They beat some very good teams, um, had some tight losses against some very good teams. So, yeah, we're just excited about the matchup, um, excited about this venue. This bowl is, uh, you know, you just look at it on paper, and I've been to a few of these, been fortunate to be a few to a few of these bowl games throughout uh, many, many years, and it just looks like this one's set up with a lot of care factor and belief and um, kids are going to be well taken care of on both sides. It's a tremendous opportunity for, for both teams to enjoy, you know, a little bit of the holidays and then go play uh, a quality football team and a, a quality bowl game. So we're excited about it and can't wait to get on the plane on Monday, but we got some preparation to do before that. Uh, Coach, how I know that with the bowl game coming up, this season is not officially over. Mm -hmm. How will you kind of reflect on your first season back as a coach of, of the Aggies? Oh, reflect on the first season back. First of all, uh, just some you know great relationships that have been built. And anybody that knows who I am and who we are as a coaching staff, those relationships are special. Last night we had a, a recruit in, and so I was able to have a few of those kids up to my house and some of those seniors. Um, and just to get to know those faces, know those kids, that's, that's the memories that I'll uh, cherish the most as we go through the season. Um, you know, overall, it was, it, was a, it was a grinding year, which they all are. Um, but these kids battled and fought. Um, they had some tremendous victories. They had some, obviously, six games went right down to the wire, and they were able to win five of them. That's very, very difficult. That shows a tough-minded football team that uh, believes in themselves and keeps competing. They got knocked down a few times. I should say we got knocked down a few times, and the next week we battled back and fought again. Um, and I just think that's, uh, that's a, such a tribute to the kids, and that's who we want to be. Um, that's what uh, we expect, the kids in the program expect, Aggie Nation expects, um, tough-minded kids that take care of their business and do things the right way. Um, I think this is a crew that off the field that many people don't see. Um, and quite frankly, you know, people don't like to talk about it and write about it and all the things that come with it. But uh, the way these kids have dove into you know, our Beyond Football program and really want to truly be part um, out there in the community and uh, be focused on that and make a difference, um, that's been fun to watch that grow. And, you know, quite frankly, it becomes competitive. You start some of those community service situations and, you know, kids don't know what to expect, what's out there, what's it going to be. And so, uh, you know, we call on them and their numbers up as a leadership committee or captains to go be part of this. And now they fight to get there, um, to be the ones that get to go do uh, the community service things that we do. So it's uh, every year special. This is a special group of kids. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited we get to fight one more time with them and get them prepared for a bowl game. I'm excited to watch them play. So, you know, they uh, they played right down to the last couple weeks in November. and. 
were battling and fighting for that championship. Obviously, we didn't get it, um, but uh, you know they, they were right there, and I think they'll um, remember their seniors for what they gave to us, and we need to play hard for them one more time, and I think they'll jump into the offseason with you know, the same expectations they had last year, but I think that they believe those expectations when they say Mountain West champs um, in 2020, they'll break the huddle and believe that can take place, but that'll take a lot of hard work. Is there anything that um, you feel like you would have wanted to change looking back? Yeah, I would like to win a championship. <laughs> um, you, know, you always want to win a championship for your seniors, um, but those are life lessons that we'll learn and, you know, the way we go to continually improve. The one thing you do when it is all said and done, and it's not all said and done, the focus now is to you play a bowl game for a championship, right? I mean, that's what it is. There's a trophy. There's a championship sitting out there. Uh, so that is our main focus. But when you go back and you go through the holidays and, um, you know, recruiting, you can't go out on the road and recruit. And so you need to reflect and you need to dissect every uh, spot of your program. Um, and starts with me dissecting myself and dissecting throughout the, the whole program from uh, from A to Z, and I'll make sure I, I do that as we go through, and we'll uh, work our best to uh, make sure the best people are around these young men um, that have a huge care factor for them first as people, and secondly, they're very good coaches, and you know, from the weight room to the training room all the way through anything we do to make this better for those kids will work, um, and then we'll recruit our tails off. You know, the college football, it, it is the most important thing we do is recruit. And when I say that, it's not just great athletes, it's recruit people that fit our culture, our system, um, our valley, our university, and our great athletes. Um, and that is the most important part of our job if you're going to get in a position to win championship. you, talk about, you talk about recruiting, and obviously it's the silly season right now, especially mm -hmm. with the early signing day coming up. Yep. How do you feel right now that your class is stacking up? Are you confident about the kids you're bringing in? I feel very good. You know. Um, we're very selective, like we talked about, and I say this to every recruit, to re every kid that we recruit as we come through. Um, uh, there's want and need, right? Sometimes you have a bigger class, and you, you want to fill your class up and those numbers with those kids that you want in your program. They may be a, a truly developmental kid or whatever it may be. And then there's times when you need kids for the the seniors for next year's class need certain kids to be able to help us get in a position to be able to compete at a high level. Many of these kids that we're recruiting this year are needs. Um, and yes, it's going good. There's battles. Uh, we're in fights all over the place. And I think at this time of the year, it's important that every young man in your program understands where he sits, um, what is his uh, projection as he moves through the future, uh, where do we see him as coaches. Um, and we've done that. We've communicated with these kids. And then when we go out and recruit, the great thing is when our, our kids are so good at understanding where we are. Um, if you bring a transfer into this program, whether it's a junior college transfer or a, you know, a portal kid that walks into this um, program on a recruiting trip or they've joined our program, there's, there's welcome open arms for those kids to come into this program. And that's a true credit to um, the young men in our program. So I think recruiting is going well. Uh, there's a lot of fights out there. You know, it's, uh, it's uh, tick for tat back and forth and you know you get a kid you think you got him and then he's got these bunch of offers from other places and wherever you got to keep battling so it's the same story though at Utah State if you get a young man here on campus you got a great opportunity for uh, him and his families to uh, you know say this is a tremendous place when they walk out of here now do they all say yes no they don't all say yes but they walk out of here knowing that uh, you know this this is uh, a tremendous 
community. It's a tremendous school. Um, we run this program like it's a Power Five program, and we do not have that title, but the way our kids are treated, uh, they walk out of here with a Power Five feel. So, you know, we have a young man here today that will be with us and taking off today. Um, he's going to a Power Five program uh, for a trip right from here, but uh, he'll know that this has the same feel as the Power Five programs he's going to, and I think that's a big part of where we're at. And that's just not football-wise. That's from everybody, academics, training room, weight room, um, you know, how they're treated around on campus. So it's going well. Um, I'll stop rambling about recruiting. You asked me the question, so I start to ramble on it a little bit. But uh, those are those are factual. As far as you mentioned the transfer portal, and I'm curious how it has affected recruiting and what's different recruiting kids who are in the portal versus maybe high school kids. Uh, the portal kids, if, if you just say, you know, there's one-year kids, there's two-year, could be three-year kids, it kind of really depends on where they're at within their eligibility. Um, the key thing is is to identify and understand that, that kids aren't perfect, coaches aren't perfect, um, fits aren't perfect. So you can't just get a, uh, I guess, gain an opinion about a young man in the portal because he's leaving a program. you got to find out why. You got to find out the situations, the scenarios of exactly what took place to put him in a position to be able to get into the portal. Sometimes maybe he was over his head, um, maybe he was in a position battle that he couldn't win. You know, he can go on and on with those scenarios. So that's number one is to figure out why. Number two is to really get educated on um, how does he fit our program. And you know, like last year we looked and we saw Caleb, we saw Siosi um, immediately at the very beginning, uh, and that was a chance to have what we thought were game changers. Um, you know, we saw Nick in the same scenario. He walked in, we thought he was a game changer. And Riley, the same. You know, it's been awesome for those. Now, T came in late, right? As a cornerback, all of a sudden late, leaving um, the place he was at before. And But he was an, he was a spot where we could have filled another kid in. But we did a great job of researching those men, those young men, and I think our coaches do a good job with that. But, you know, the fit is the fit. Um, but you just... Like we do with high school kids, I don't think it's a dramatically different, but these kids have been in a four-year program. What went wrong, right? That's in, in high school or JC, a lot of times it's, well, this went right. This is why we want them now. Something went wrong to be in the portal, and I think educating yourself on what that was is, is key. Their uh, quarterback, Kent State's quarterback, leads the team in rushing. Uh, how does he compare? Because you face a lot of dual yes. threat quarterbacks this year. How does he compare to some of the other guys that you face? Um, you know, he, he, uh, if we go back to the Fresno game, um, when you had a young man that could throw the ball down the field effectively, you know, led his team. Um, excited to play football, loved the game of football. Um, and I forget, I don't remember that young man's name right now, but uh, a lot of the same characteristics jump out on tape. You know, physically they look different as far as the, you know, the kids are a little taller or what have you, but they're both competitive, they're tough-minded, they play hard, um, they uh, definitely lead their team. And this, uh, you know, the ability to escape the pocket is um, huge. <laughs> Kent State has big-time plays getting out of the pocket with this, the, uh, the QB's wide receivers on the same page. Um, he's slippery when he's in the pocket. He can escape through the A-gaps and the B-gaps. He gets out to the edges and does a nice job. Um, he's, he's a good football player. But he just it, it's Ohio football, right? I think it's a lot like Utah football in my mind. And when kids play in that conference and they, they're from that part of the country where they come from, they're, they're <coughs> tough-minded, they're physical, they play the game the right way, then they, they love ball. And you can just see that, you know, that 
is just one young man of many on their football team that love football, but he's a very capable quarterback, and they run him, right? They run him a lot. Um, it's a big part of who they are and, and what they want to do, and it's a deceptive run game, and it's a good run game, It's a, and they're not afraid to go get physical with you either. Speaking of run game, that's the one stat that stands out is they have not stopped the run very well. Is that because they played you know, all those big teams during the season, or how do you evaluate their run defense? Well, I think you, you always have, and that's a great point, you, you always have to look back and uh, – and even in our conference, I think it's so important as you get into the year and teams start playing conference teams, uh, you, you don't really look at Wisconsin and Arizona State and Auburn. I mean, that's that's different. Um, it's a different it's a different set of rules, if you will. And not that those kids, it's like our kids, don't walk into those games and expect to win. But sometimes it doesn't go that way, and sometimes you can get in a little bit of an issue. Um, in a physical mismatch, and so we try to, you know, look at the games within their conference, um, and study those, and I think they've, uh, you know, they've they've had spots where they've stopped the run very well, and similar to us, you know, we've we've had some opportunities where we stopped the run very very well, and we've had some opportunities where we've really struggled against the run. So um, I think there's those those situations are there for both teams, and you know, most likely that'll be a huge key factor in this football game. Um, if they run the ball very very well against us, it will uh, it'll be a, a tough tough struggle for us and probably be vice versa and that's uh you know that that's it's an easy statement to say usually with any football team but in this game uh, i think it'll be a big factor similar question um they i mean they've given up a fair amount of yardage just across the board and points but it seems like they have playmakers at all three levels just you know looking through mm -hmm. their defensive stats I, I guess overall how would you assess their defense well first of all i think they're well coached you know they do a nice job of um you know, disguising coverages at times, and they do, they, they play a lot of, uh, you know, not to get too technical, but there's a lot of zone dog principles and, and thought process, which is, you know, I grew up on defense on those things, and, and so I like it. I think it's a, a good defense. It's a, it's a well-structured. I think the kids buy into what they're doing and where they're going, and, and they mix it up very, very well. So, but you're, you're right. There's, there's kids at all three levels that uh, make plays. I think they run the ball. They're opportunistic. Um, you know, they, they play with uh, like they love football, right? And that's uh, but just it shows on tape, snap in and snap out. And that's a credit to, again, to the coaching staff and the kids on the team. But I think defensively, you know, they, they to me, from what I've watched on film, they appear to be you know, good tacklers. Um, they swarm to the football and they have belief in their scheme because you just don't see a lot of mistakes and MAs um, that jump out on film from, again, from the tape that I've studied. Then on offense, you talk about a quarterback. They got the two littler receivers mm -hmm. that make a lot, and then they got the one bigger guy. Yes. So their passing game looks like maybe it's better than maybe the numbers yeah. even in the Yeah, game they've too. got they've they've got some good speed, and you know they had the, uh, they're opportunistic, and they, they they do a nice job of trying to get the ball to their playmakers, which what you know that's what you want to do on offense is try to get the ball in the hands of the playmakers, and you know there's times when those kids get the ball in their hands and they got juice. You know, there's a couple of those tunnel screens that I've seen where they turn around and take off and um, it's really hard for anybody on that field to keep up with them and there's been some big plays down the field with some fade balls that were made um, you know one comes to my mind and I believe it was the Buffalo game where they've they made a couple of those big plays down the field and um, so they you know they got good players and you know well we have good players too so it's a it's a it's a fun matchup and it's it's very intriguing to you sit back and a lot of similarities between these two teams and kind of what they've gone through and the way they fought and you know the athleticism that they have on both sides. Do you have any idea of your Texas players, players from Texas, how many family members they have coming to this game? Kind of a 
situation with those guys? I, I don't, but uh, I'm sure those ticket requests are, uh, are large. And, and it's, it's awesome for those guys to be able to get back home and play. And, um, you know, Texas is, is so big for some of them. It's still a heck of a drive to get there, even though it's still the same state. Uh, but they're, they're excited. I, our, our team as a whole is, is really, really excited about the destination, about the bowl. You know, I, I think it's important we make it a big deal as far as just showing what they get to do, where they're going, how they go about it. Um, and they see that stuff, and man, they got big smiles on their faces, and they're excited about uh, It's not just the kids from Texas that are excited about this game. It's, you know, every kid that uh, from the very beginning when it was first announced, um, they, they just got big smiles on their faces. They're excited for this opportunity to get on that plane on Monday. and. You know, have fun, but you know, prepare for a game and, and play for a championship. But they they see it, they they understand what that uh, the whole itinerary means, and these guys do it the right way. It's very obvious when you see that. Coach, when you came here the first time, it had been we've had two bowl games in 50 years, basically at Utah State. Now it's almost a is it a whole these players. Is it different if, around the building or around players in that scenario than when you were telling them to respect the process and, mm -hmm. and get going and mm -hmm. even get to this opportunity? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know, it's it's still very important that they respect the process, but the process is a little different, right? I mean, the the ability that the first two years we you know we won four games and um, we're battling, had some opportunities. I remember the Nevada game we lost just right down to the wire, had an opportunity to get the fifth one and maybe squeak out a sixth one somewhere and didn't. But now with these kids, you know, they're I I guess the best way to answer that question is when you know they really believe that they're working to contend and compete and play for a championship. Um, you know, those first couple of years, I don't know, you know, we, did, we didn't break the huddle those first two years and saying whack champs. Well, we didn't do that. And that wasn't by design. It was those kids needed to grind and help themselves get where they needed to be and um, have an opportunity to be able to compete for a championship as they went through it. But yes, it's, uh, it's definitely different. Um, Mountain West Conference has helped that so much. Um, you know, I think that the ability to be able to have success and um, get yourself into bowl games and get yourself into those positions to play uh, those big games at the beginning of the year and compete with those guys, but then once you get into conference play, you you know your margin for error um, on our side is very small. <laughs> it's very very small, and those kids understand that. And that's one of the big pushes in the off season is to make sure that we you know we jump back into this thing with the same expectations we have every year. But what were your deficiencies, right? And we'll talk more about that when we get back in January. Now's not the time for that. But if we're going to win and get ourselves in a position to beat the best of the best in our conference, and this year there was obviously two teams that beat us as far as win or loss records on our side. Um, you know, we got to find a way to, to, to compete with those guys and, and play at a high level. So um, the expectations are higher. Uh, they should be, and, you know, we, we're excited about that. But uh, they still don't discount the fact of going to a bowl game, right? They, they, these kids are excited about working to get an eighth win. They're excited about going and competing for a championship in a bowl game, and that's, it, it's nice because uh, you don't want to get complacent and just say, okay, well, here we go again, because it's a, it's a special, special. To get a bowl invite, I mean, it's special. You kind of touched on this a little bit, but what would getting that eighth win mean for the program, for the season? I mean, I feel like you've talked about that, and eight wins kind of means you had a really good year, mm -hmm. where seven is maybe less of mm -hmm. that. How important is a win in this game? Yeah, and six and seven is good. Eight and nine is great. Double digits is elite, and that's uh, – 
I'll believe that forever and ever and ever. Um, and so it gives us a chance to take a, another step to get eight victories and and again to win a championship. So I think it's a it's a big step. You know, it's uh, getting that win against New Mexico was a big step. And yes, we again we obviously we stubbed our toe along the way. And you know you want to win every game and. Um, but the way they fought and came back and battled, and you look at the teams that we played, I think they've rep represented themselves well and Aggie Nation well. But to get an eighth win would be, you know, it's uh, that championship trophy is going to be here forever if you get it. And it's if it's not here, it's going to be with Kent State. So somebody should be extremely proud of that um, if they obtain that goal. But this team has done some really good things, and I think. Um, they're excited to work to get to eight, um, just like I'm sure Kent State's excited to work to get to seven. Coach, how much, if at all, did you feel like the defense had to change after what went out with this injury? Uh, it was dramatic. Um, <coughs> he's a, a fantastic player. Um, you know, we've, we've been around some great linebackers in our careers, and um, obviously some of them here with a bunch of those guys still playing in the NFL. Um, you know, and they they all had their spots, but I don't believe that. I think those guys were probably surrounded with two or three other players that were potential NFL guys. A lot of them, right? Maybe not Bobby, but um, you know, Fackrell and Vidge and those guys. They they had some really really special people around them. Um, and now you look at where David is, and it's a young defense, right? It's it's up front. It was older. It was younger in the back end, and um, but the amount of tackles that he had in such a short period of time is amazing. You know, the play that he made against Colorado State when he grabbed the ball out of the guy's hands, you know, and he did it against, you know, Wake Forest, right? And they called it dead. Was that Wake Forest that happened? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how guys make plays like that. I don't know why, you know, and that's when you know you got a special player when it's just like, there he goes again. Um, so his, he was, it was a dramatic, dramatic um, blow for us. I thought that, you know, Kevin, uh, Eric, um, everybody that jumped into that spot and came in and battled like crazy to play, uh, but you, you just you couldn't replace Woody on. Quite frankly, most teams in the country, I, I would bet. I mean, it's just just my bet. The teams I've been around, so um, we adjust his scheme some. Um, but when a kid plays as many games as he played and he's still first team all conference, I mean that's crazy, right? That's crazy. And trust me, those aren't sympathy votes coming from the coaches. I mean, they they those were votes because that dude changed the game and they knew who he was. Um, so. He's a special player. Oh, one last, one yep. last question for me. Um, with this, with this game coming up, you mentioned um, you know not being able to to get the Mountain West Championship, but mm -hmm. still having an opportunity to win a championship, uh, a bowl championship, to get a trophy. Mm -hmm. um, how important do you think it is to get a win for you know not only the seniors that are going to be graduating in the graduate transfer, but also particularly for Jordan Love, who obviously declared for the draft and won't be, mm -hmm. won't be back next year. Yeah, I can, I can guarantee you Jordan wants to, you know, get that one last game and play very, very well and have an opportunity. So it's important for Jordan. And it's, you know, once once Jordan has made that decision, he, he basically goes into the same spot as all the seniors. This is his last game. Um, and so because of that, it's a major responsibility for every young man that it's not their last game at Utah State um, to put their best foot forward. And that doesn't, if they're on scout team, um, if they're a starter, if they're second team, third team, if they play 
one play of special teams or 20 play of special teams, they owe it to those seniors to give it everything they got this last game. Uh, they always owe it to Aggie Nation, right? That's, that's what you do. You owe it to Aggie Nation every single week to go out there and give it your best. And it doesn't matter if you win by 100 or you lose by 100, you give it your best, right? And that's, that's the expectations. But there's always got to be a little extra edge when you know, you're playing for your seniors in your last game, and that's exactly what Jordan is. Now he's, you know, is he a senior? No, but it's his last game. So he, yes, he is a senior. And we need to go and represent those kids as, uh, as well as we can. Um, yeah, super excited for the bowl game. Um, we've worked really hard to get to this point, uh, won some really good games, and I'm really proud of our team and the efforts that they put forward. And we're excited to go get this other one. We had a really good day of practice yesterday, um, working really hard, so yeah. What was your initial reaction when you guys heard the bowl announcement? Yeah, uh, awesome. I, I served my mission in, in Texas, Houston, so it's, it's fun to go back there. Um, it's a good place, good people, and yeah, it's a good bowl. We're excited. Coach Nyborg brought some pictures back of the, of the place, and it looks awesome, and we've got some really fun events, and um, most importantly, we've got that game coming up, and we're excited to play one more game, and I'm excited to play one more game with my um, brothers. They're, they mean the world to me, so. What is it like to... Uh to play somebody you haven't played like every year, like to play like this and never really have heard much about Kent State or probably watched them on TV and then all of a yeah. sudden you hear that it's them. How do you go about finding yeah. out this stuff or what did you do? Um, it's funny, I was just talking to somebody the exact same question. It's um, after it was announced, I remember just going onto the, the ESPN app and looking up the, the highlights from the game just immediately right after it. And that um, their quarterback is, he's, he's a good player, a uh, good runner, good thrower. He's got that deep threat. And um, yeah, it's it's interesting because you never you never expect matching up with a team like that. And um, but that MAC conference is good, strong teams, very um, very good teams. I, I mean, what was it? Four years ago, we played Akron in the Idaho Potato Bowl and um, lost that game. And they're tough. And if you don't bring your A game, you're you're not going to come up with a W. So. Defensively speaking, um, a couple of the guys have said that Kent State really loves to run the ball. They do it really well. So mm -hmm. defensively, how are, how are you kind of thinking that you're going to attack that? Yeah, um, they have a good run game. That uh, running back's a, a big guy. He can lower his shoulder and get the yards that they need to. Um, um, Scheme-wise, especially the past couple of games, uh, uh, there's been a couple of plays that, that we could improve on. Um, and we've been practicing those. and. Um, fitting correctly, uh, I feel like it's not a uh, toughness issue for us. It's um, fitting where we're supposed to be and um, using the right schemes against certain teams. So we've just been practicing that, um, fitting up correctly, uh, tackling. That's really important. That's going to be really important this game. So, yeah, we got to scheme them the right way and do what we're supposed to. All eleven people on the field. It just looks like a quarterback is their main guy. Mm -hmm. He runs, throws all yeah. the time. He looks like he's a real playmaker guy. Yeah. Is he is what you see on yeah. film what you expect or, yeah, or he's what we a, should expect? He's a playmaker. He he reminds me of uh, Fresno State's quarterback. Um Reyna, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he he's a he's a player. He wins games. Um and we'll have to shut that down. First of all, the run game and um they like to take deep shots, so um cover those. Our our DBs do a great job with that. So they have. I mean they have had quite a few explosive plays this year, but they've also given, I want to say they've given up 38 sacks. So, you know, as a senior mm -hmm. on the defensive line, how excited are you to have one last yeah. chance to pin your ears back and, 
and you know go after the quarterback. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We've been practicing a lot lately. Uh. Today. This. This past couple of weeks of of just kind of making plays and getting out there and and like you said, pinning your ears back and we're really excited to do it just one last time and um, we got some things schemed up and uh, we're excited to get after him and uh, I know looking at special teams wise as well they're they've made some big plays the past couple of games that have won them um, I know in the Buffalo game they made a big special teams play that that won them that game and I think that's going to be a huge factor too uh, that that aspect of the game so just looking at the stats you you played in the two last two bowl games but you only <coughs> one tackle did mm-hmm. you play a lot in those games or do you anticipate this is going to will you play more in this game than you played in the other two bowl um games yeah uh, played a lot in the last games and um, Sometimes it's just the, the responsibility you have in the games is to um, kind of feed the feed the other plays. As uh, for example, when polars come, you you spill it, you splatter it, and you kind of take up the guys. And um, well, yes, that's, that's just that's as, yeah, that's just you. yeah, that's just <laughs> as important to me l- looking at it and um, giving the guys around me the opportunity. But you to make feel plays. more awesome. responsible, like you're more responsible to do something in this bowl game than in the yeah. last couple of bowl yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and um, last game, I'm going to go out there and give it my all and, um, yeah, just give it 100%, 100% fly around like we always do. So. You played, like, every position on the D-line. This yeah, yeah. How has that been for you? Is that, was that challenging at first, or is that something that you just um, had to embrace and have fun with? Yeah, uh, all through high school, I did play defensive tackle. Um, I feel comfortable inside. Um, I do like playing outside better. It's, I would, I would say it's less physical, and but it's – being 260 pounds, 255 pounds, taking on a double team inside is kind of hard. Um, when I had a little bit more weight, it was a lot easier. But um, yeah, um, it's been awesome. I know the LSU game, I got to play a lot inside, and, and that was that was fun. And um, I don't mind it at all. I like moving around and playing different places. Is it hard to adjust from the different positions? I know that the kind of yeah. goal is the same at defensive tackle versus yeah. defensive end. Is it hard to be on like the left end or the right end? Uh, yeah, so like the four or five weeks that I was transferring back and forth, you have to learn the whole playbook. And um, depending on the play, certain plays, the off the left side does something different than the right side, right? And you have to learn that. You have to learn the right side of the right end and the um, left end. And then you have to learn the right tackle and the left tackle, which is um, – it was challenging, but it was it was well worth it because – uh, we have a lot of good defensive players, and it kind of gave me another um, kind of like an edge to get on the field more. If someone went down at tackle, I could step up and vice versa within. So it, it was really, it's really awesome. I, I suggest everybody does that. Learn as much as you can, you know, but you can play anywhere. How much do you think the defense had to change when David Woodward went out? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I feel like our linebacker stepped up. I know Munoz has played well. And I feel at Utah State, we've always had the mentality of kind of next man up. And um, it's really hard to replace someone like David. He's an amazing player, um, flies around, makes plays. But it is that the next man's up. The brotherhood is strong, and we trust everybody that takes the field. And um, if you have to pick up slack for someone, um, it happens throughout plays, right? The D-line could do bad one play and DB's cover for him, or the D-line can get to the quarterback and help cover the back end. And <clears throat> I feel like we're very good at working through that as a team um, when ad- adversity hits. 
there wasn't very much. I didn't see anybody freaking out. Um, the coaches handled it well, and the players handled it well. So, how important do you think this game is um, to to win this game, this upcoming uh, game against Kent State for you know the seniors, yeah, the graduate transfers, transfers you guys have, and, and obviously Jordan, all you guys. Mm -hmm. you know, last game with Aggies, right? How important is it to to kind of end the season and your careers here on the right note? Yeah, um, it's it's big for us seniors, but uh, I feel like it's big for the the Aggie Brotherhood and, and Aggie Nation. Um, it opens up lot, lots of opportunities, and a win season is 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 great, and um, and we're excited to give that to the nation, Aggie Nation, and it helps with recruiting, it helps with funding, it helps with everything, and it's to help build the program, and we're really excited to. Um, give the university and everybody that's come before us and those that are coming um, kind of the opportunity for that. So but we're going to play for them. What do you think of Jordan Love? <clears throat> He's a good guy. I, I just actually came from a podcast interview and we were talking about Jordan and um, I commend Jordan. He's a he's a great example to me. I, my locker's right next to him. I could have talked to him all the time and um, something about Jordan. I know a couple other people said this, but from the day I met Jordan, um, he's been a good example to me, and he's been the same person throughout the years that I've known him. Um, even with all the um, accolades and and successes he's had, um, the adversities too, the ups and the downs, um, he's remained the same, and I commend him as a as a person for that. And his example is is very good, and his leadership on the team is um, is amazing. And, we're gonna we're we're gonna miss him. Aggies the Aggies are gonna miss miss him, but we'll have one more game to play together. So yeah, just getting started off. I mean, uh, as a team, we're excited to be able to play in this bowl game and just get the chance to finish out strength uh, the season with this last game. And uh, excited uh, going to the Frisco Bowl in Texas. Uh, that'll be fun to get to um, play Kent State. So uh, that's it. Before we get all serious, would you rather Jacoby's locker not be next to yours? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love having Jacoby as my locker buddy. I mean, how did that get decided? You're quarterback, you're not love and wild. I mean, they don't decide it alphabet. How did they decide it? Yeah, I don't know how they put the lockers together. I've been with, like, around somebody else every year since I've been here. Oh. They, they switch it up. So, but yeah, I don't know how they, they go about picking that. So, it's it's Jacoby and C.O.C. So, it's, uh, we're all just right there. Okay, well, I can group. see C.O.C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How important is uh, is this game for you? It's your last game as an Aggie. How important is it for you to play well to win? Um, it's really important. Um, just knowing that it's my last game here as an Aggie, um, wearing that uniform, um, it's really important to me to just go out there and ball out and have fun with my brothers this last time. So. Kobe kind of talked about it, but what was your reaction when you heard the bowl game? Um, I was excited, you know, um, not bagging on any other bowl games, but I thought we were going to go to a couple different other bowl games, you know, um, later on in the year. So when I heard about this one and it was early in the year, I mean, that's, I was excited. So being be Texas, it'll be fun. Yeah, you hardly got out of rhythm. You have to wait around for some time <coughs> bowl game. Oh, yeah. In January. Oh, yeah. You have to wait a while if you're in January, go back home, then fly back out there. So, yeah, this one should get a practice this week, fly out there and uh, take care of business. So. Mm -hmm. Can you just elaborate a little bit more on your feelings of what you decided this last little bit and 
how long did that go go along? How long were you thinking about it? Obviously, it's been there all year long that maybe the NFL was looking at you and stuff. Yeah, it's been there all year long, you know, just hearing stuff and stuff like that, talking to people. Um, but, you know, I waited till the end of the season. Um, and then just based on the information I've gotten, just how I feel, feeling ready for the league, feeling ready to go up there and, uh, you know, seize this opportunity that's there. So. Um, you know, just talking with my family, we decided that that's going to be the best decision for me, and uh, that's where I want to move forward with. So, so Jordan, when the rumor came out that a media guy said that you had the thought of transferring to another school, was there any truth to that? And what was your reaction when you saw that report? Because obviously you're on social media, so you had to have seen it. Yeah. What was your reaction to it? Was there any truth to it? You know, uh, so I we just got at workouts and I saw it. Like my mom was sending it to me, just saying like, here, here, people go saying stuff again. But now, um, you know, I haven't. I don't know anything about transferring. I haven't talked to any of those schools they had on there, like Oklahoma, <laughs> Houston, and Texas Tech. So no, I mean, um, I don't know where they got it from, but. You know, people are going to say what they want to say, so, you know. Jordan, we talked a lot about the quarterback, all of us, uh, or write about it or whatever. Are we too – have we been too tough on you this year for what's happened, comparing it to last year and how everything went? Has who been too tough? All us. Oh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you guys, you do what you got to do. Uh, I don't think you've been too tough. I mean, as a quarterback, you know, I mean, it's a tough game, and you got to be able to take the wins, take the losses, take everything that comes with it. So, um, you know. It is what it is. Can't say anyone else being too tough on me because uh, if you being too tough, that means I need to play better. So, yeah. But uh, to go along with that, I mean, I think people watch you and their reaction. I mean, they. I think all the Aggies have liked you, but the reaction sometimes is that you don't seem to get too high or too low, but everybody on the team backs you up and the players. Are you... With the players, are you a different kind of guy than we see in games, or, or, or is that how you always are? Um, I mean, the games, I mean, what you see in the games is just who I am. Is um, it your mind and what, how it's working? or what? Yeah, that's my mindset. I mean, it, nothing really changes. I mean, um, like I said, you're going to have the highs, you're going to have the lows, and you just got to be the same person no matter what. So, um, But, yeah, um, I mean, with my teammates, stuff like that, um, I'm the same dude. They know who I am. Um, that's all that matters to me. So the only time we saw that you jump with Everly way up on the field. On oh the yeah, track. Fresno State. You know, <laughs> see, <laughs> just getting to celebrate with my boys. Were you at all worried about declaring for the draft, considering that, like, st at least maybe statistically speaking, this year is kind of like a quote-unquote down year compared to last year? Like, were you worried about like your like your draft stock or anything like that? Um, I mean, yeah, obviously it was a tough year this year. Um, you know. Um, it is what it is going with in the league, you know. Um, they're going to base me off your last performance. So, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. But, you know, I feel like I'm who I am. If they want to take me, then they want to take me. Um, and I feel like this is the best decision for me um, just moving forward. So, yeah. Just looking back a few years ago, I mean, you came in here 180 pounds about <laughs> what I weigh right now. It's <laughs> a pretty remarkable transformation. So. Um, how surreal is it that you've gone from that point to here playing your about to play your last game at Utah State? Oh yeah, it's been a it's been a journey for sure. Um, just getting here, um, being small like you said, just being uh, being able to get in the weight room and grind and just um, transform my body and stuff like that. So it's been it's been a grind and it's been uh, fun, but it's been a fun four years. So um, I'll take every moment and just cherish it. So. 
It's kind of a two-part question, but as far as the bowl game goes, what do you want to accomplish for yourself personally on that field, and then what are you hoping for the team to do? Uh, for myself, I mean, I just want to really finish the season off with a bang. Um, you know, like you said, it's been an up and down season. Um, and like I said, you're only as good as your last performance. So, you know, go out there and finish with a bang and um, just really go out there and have fun. You know, it's my last time playing for Utah State. So, um, just going to go out there and have fun. What do you see if Kansas State's defense? What do you, uh, what do you, what are you? Afraid of what do they do well? That kind of thing. Give us an analysis of them. No, they're a good defense. Um, uh, got a pretty solid front seven, um, and they they're they're tough on like deep balls stuff like that. They will play top down, other uh, DBs. Um, but I'm not not afraid of anything. You know, they're a good defense. But uh, like I said, you know, there's holes in defenses. And we just got to do our part in finding them, and uh, just got to be able to move the ball versus them um, and convert on third downs. So. The linebacker, I think, is their leading tackler. is number 28 mm. or whatever. It, is. it looks like he makes a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage, too. Is he an active guy? Or? Yeah, he is. They got they got some playmakers, especially linebackers, you know, good in front fits. They're good dropping back into coverage. Um, and they do they do some uh, good stuff in coverages, you know, uh, trying to mix them up, uh, especially on third down. So, no, they're good. They're good, uh, solid defense. How do you, you want to be remembered here? Um, I just want to be remembered for who I am, for uh, being a quarterback that played here and uh, did good things, won games, and, um, you know, whatever comes with it, you know. Um, yeah. Don't want to get too far ahead here, but, uh, I mean, just can you just give us an idea of what kind of feedback that you've received from, from NFL scouts? Oh, yeah, I've, um, I mean, I've received all types of feedback, you know, um, being – Draft stock, you know, I've heard first round, second round, third round, fourth round. I've heard it all, so, you know, I really have no idea going into it. But um, I guess we'll just have to find out. What What are your plan? What do you have to do now after the season's over to get prepared for that? What are your What are you going to do? <clears throat> oh yeah, I mean, after the season starts here, I mean, I'm, after the season finishes here, um, I'll get started with training. You know, going down training, um, getting right, getting ready for whatever comes my way. You know, if senior bowl happens, anything happens like that. Um, and just getting my mind right for, you know, different types of interviews, stuff that's going to take place coming on in the future. Um, and, yeah, whatever happens, you know, pro day, um, get ready for pro day, and uh, go out there and do my best at that. So, Do you have do you have a trainer already or a place you're going to be going? Or yeah, I already kind of figured out where I'll be go back training home, and stuff California like that. Yeah, I'll be in California. Mm -hmm. yeah. In Bakersfield or somewhere in L.A.? No, I won't be in Bakersfield. I'll be probably somewhere in L.A. down there. So, you know. Uh, what was it like um, for you being uh, coached by Gary and, and his staff this year? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it meant a lot, you know. Um, obviously, switching coaches, staff is staff, so that was tough, you know, coming into the season. Um, we knew as a team, we knew it was going to be it was a grind. It was going to be different. It's not going to be the same stuff as last year. Um, but I can't say enough good things. I mean, it was good. Um, it was a really smooth transition, you know, just going from new coaches, all new coaches at that. So, but, you know, Coach A, he came in, um, and he just made it a smooth transition. Um, you know, all the players, they love Coach A, and they'll go to battle for Coach A. And um, I know he's going to do great things um, once I leave this program and stuff like that, other people leave. Um, they can continue to do great things. But, uh, and yeah, having Coach Sanford come in, um, take over the offense, you know, um, love Coach Sanford, love what he does. Um, and, you know, everything's just going to get better from here on out.